Welcome to Black and Healing. I am more than just I my trauma. A phenomenal She's a black woman. Right here. We talk about racism, discrimination, colorism, mental health, black and healing. Welcome to Black and Healing. And I would like to go ahead and give a warm welcome and thank you for stopping by. So if you enjoyed chapter one, I really hope you enjoy chapter two. And I hope that you go ahead and subscribe if you like it and go ahead and share if you feel like this content could be valuable for someone else. So let's go ahead and get started. This is chapter two. You're probably wondering, like, why do I call it in chapters? Well, I like to call this my storybook. So I feel like it's fun. It's interesting. It's different. Just me being me. But anyway, so chapter one was probably the introduction. I'm trying to give like, you know, a little bit of a trailer, a sneak peek of what this title of Before the Healing Begin. So I'm going to go ahead and provide you a, a brief description of basically my upbringing and also to the things that I learned in my upbringing. So what what probably put me into um how do I call it into starting the healing? So as I mentioned in my chapter one, I unfortunately was a victim of child abuse. Now, this is a very difficult word for even for me to say it out loud. So please go ahead and you know be be cautious with me and work with me because it's not easy for me to say it and it's also not easy for me to hear it because child abuse, mine was done by my parents. So they're the one that go ahead to protect me. And I feel like, I don't, I don't want to say there's a gray area, but there is this misunderstanding to my opinion, the concept of child abuse. So that word is very difficult because you can always say my boyfriend abused me and people will be like, you know, it's your boyfriend. He should, he, if that's love, he wouldn't have done that to you. And for a friend is the same, but as a parent, I see like there is this very interesting, different description. So I'm going to go and elaborate. I grew up in the Caribbean. So a lot of black, I noticed I'm a lot of black people, not only Caribbean, I see it in African-Americans and also in Africans as well where this concept of they call it discipline they put in the child in the right place and to me all of it stems from slavery but that's a whole different topic so we're not going to go ahead and touch that at least not yet so my parents they call it discipline so what they did is they they beat me with almost anything that they could find so i had the cable wire i had the belt and i had the extension cord so i had all of these things for when quote unquote they call it misbehave and to me i feel like that had a negative effect on me so that's why i that's why i call it abuse because if if it was as great as it may say why do i have a negative reaction to it why did i grow why did i develop these ptsd symptoms why did i end up with depression why did i end up with anxiety also too I, it really took a toll on me growing up because i was exposed to be manipulated by others to being used by others i end up with with self-esteem i end up even with suicidal thoughts so all of these things are what happened to me in my upbringing so, and also to, 
I had these situations where I noticed in the black community when it comes to like beating, which I find makes no sense to me, is they would beat you. And if you cry, they will be like, oh, I'm going to give you a reason to cry. And then when you don't cry, they will be like, oh, so now you, you, you big, my case, big woman. So that's what happened to me. So here I am in this confusion. And another thing too is I said the beating didn't work. At a certain point, I was so beaten. It be I guess I became immune. I don't even know that's the right word. Or I guess it I numb it. Maybe that's the better description. I end up numbing it because my father, he would beat me. And I would just give him this dead look like, are you done? And that would upset him even more because then he would go even harder. And to be honest, I would just like a fake cry until eventually my father noticed that I was fake crying. So he would beat me even more. So that didn't work for me. So that's what my body did. It just numbed the whole thing. And I ended up developing this um, PTSD. Let me go ahead and describe it. It's post-traumatic stress disorder, which I want to go ahead and stress that not only victims who went into war has them. Because if you look at the word trauma, it's where something horrible happened to you and also to you were not ready for it. So me being beaten is a traumatic event and that caused me to have post-traumatic stress disorder. So I would always be lashing out and I, and also too, I developed this way, I developed this coping mechanism of either numbing the pain or stonewalling. And it also carry out into a lot of my um, relationship, like my personal, my romantic, uh, my family relationship, all of these things. So I would have these behaviors, these attitudes, these personalities, traits, and I will be blamed and be subjected and put all the blame on me. And I came to realize a lot of my personality, a lot of my decisions, a lot of my ways and all of these things it all goes to my upbringing. I truly believe your the creation of yourself, the character of yourself, plays a role into who you are as a person, also your environment. Because I, I really wish I could explain it better. I find it very funny how biology is. I really think it all plays a role. So if you were maybe happy-go-lucky person, and if your environment did not provide you with, I guess, the means to go ahead and be happy, what you're going to go ahead and become, you're going to go ahead and be more close offish. You're going to develop a certain traits. So it all go ahead and depends. And also too, you may be a person who is disorganized and maybe you grew up in an upbringing where it's really organized and you end up picking up that trait. So it all depends. So I do think it's your personality, like who you are. So I know they have this nature versus nurture thing. I do believe they both go hand in hand together in creating the person that you are. But I went a little bit off track for a bit of a moment. So that's the reason I wanted to go ahead and talk about this whole concept of childhood trauma. Because here I am. I had all of these things that happened to me. I was not able to articulate my mind. I did not I did not have the platform to stand up for myself. And I find it very funny, especially in the black community, is they want you to go in and be in the quote unquote independent but also not giving you the platform to be independent. And I hear this thing about, oh, the beating make me right. It made me the better person that I am. And then as I look closer, I realized I was broken. There is no put me in any, I was fear of my life. And that 
fear did nothing to me but cause me utmost stress. That's pretty much of what it was. It was only pure stress. And I, and I looked at other people who have a similar upbringing and I, and I saw how they are. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're broken as well. And as I thought about my childhood, I realized my parents as well is broken because they had a similar, um, how to call it? I guess I wouldn't say similar upbringing, but they had, I guess, a similar upbringing because they did what they knew best. So I guess my grandparents did it to them. So they guess they did it to me. And I want to go ahead and stop that cycle. I wanted to go ahead and stop with me. I don't want to go ahead and continue with this. And that's pretty much what's my upbringing. So I try as much as I can. I will um, not to go ahead and give any stories exactly what I went through because I want this to go in and be a learning lesson. I don't want to go ahead and be triggered. I don't want you to be triggered, if, especially if you have PTSD. The last thing I want you to go ahead and have anxiety through my story. So I just that's why I provide an up, up, uh, overview of basically what happened. So my parents, a lot of things that I was quote unquote disciplined for, my parents didn't give me the side of the story because I guess this culture thing is the adult is right and the child is wrong. And they have this, I don't know how to call it this, um, what's the right word? This... There is this unspoken rule, which makes no sense to me, where there is no way as a parent can go and abuse a child. That does not happen. It does not exist. And I'm here to go and provide my story that I think it does. I think as a Black community, we need to go ahead and evaluate this thing called discipline and realize that we're creating a generation that is broken because if I look at a generation before that I noticed like they are broken as well and we're just repeating this cycle so that was pretty much like with my upbringing where I would go ahead and be beaten and I would go through this this area of where like I wanted to go through depression and I didn't even realize I was depressed because my parents kept me into like, I guess, a caged where for them, the outside world is unsafe. And I learned that my parents grew up in Haiti where I guess there was like a lot of war and a lot of famine, a lot of these things. So I guess their safety is just being in the house. So I guess for, for me, they, 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 I guess they press on their insecurity onto me. So I didn't even go, I didn't go outside. I didn't do anything. So I was always home. I was alone. I was by myself and I had depression. And one of the ways that I had it was I would sleep for like four hours, like enough, like four hours. I would feel very discouraged. I, I was not really into school. And another thing I, I went through is this belittlement I, I really do see in, in the black community. I want to stress again, I'm not trying to generalize because there's always a different case, but I'm just talking about the thing that I see culturally is this concept of this belittlement where I remember when I would be going to school where if I provide a good grade, they will, they will be surprised, they will be shocked. 
and belittle my intelligence. And then when I don't, then I can go ahead and be beaten for. So I'm here confused. So I know as a black community, there's no fine structure, just a whole confusing bluff for the child. And the child has to go ahead and figure out what is this idea of for the parent. And I'm like, I thought your job is to go ahead and guide me, not confuse the crap out of me. But that was just, just only my perspective. That's how my upbringing was. So, and also too, I came from parents who did not provide a good example when it comes to relationship. My parents were pretty toxic on their own for themselves. They went in and argued back and forth and they would say these, these vicious things. And then they have the audacity to be wondering, why do I have the characteristic and the traits that I have? That, that really baffles me. So that's pretty much my chapter two. I, that was basically my upbringing so that you can have an idea of how it was for me growing up. What was it like? What, and I'm going to go ahead and provide chapter three, where it will be more in depth, where I talked about a deeper level on this concept of child abuse. And I go into deeper, talk about the, the consequences, the opinion, especially how it is in the black community. Because I really want to go ahead and take a, a good note and a good explanation about this concept of what we're going through as we as black people. And I really feel like this is pretty much um, important. So I would like to go ahead and give thank you. And if you find this content is wonderful, please go ahead and share. And I will see you next time for chapter three. So bye-bye.